Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. On Wednesday, IOC President Thomas Bach reaffirmed that Olympic organizers are fully concentrated on and committed to holding the Summer Games in Tokyo. The question my sources and every other observer has is, will Thomas Bach be saying those same words two months from now in late March? This is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, January 28th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody is having a great week. I want to start with news out of Miami. Very interesting news. The Heat are hosting fans for the first time this season. But the real news is they will have four COVID-detecting dogs on site at American Airlines Arena tonight as fans walk in for the first time this season. There will only be 2,000 fans allowed at American Airlines Arena. Fans arriving for the game will be brought to a screening area, and the four detection dogs will walk past the fans. If the dog keeps going, the fan is cleared. If the dog sits... That's a sign it's detected the virus and the fan could be or would be denied entry. If a fan is allergic to or afraid of dogs, the team is offering an option to skip the dog screening and submit to a rapid test instead. The test can be processed in less than 45 minutes. But we will keep an eye on how this goes tonight at American Airlines Arena, as this is the first use that I know of of an NBA team using COVID-detecting dogs. Let's move to some news around the Super Bowl. We're more than a week out, but CBS is virtually sold out of advertising for Super Bowl 55 on February 7th. This is according to a report out of Adweek. There isn't technically any remaining in-game inventory left, but CBS can always try Try to find areas of inventory to help any marketer at the last minute. Remember, a 30-second spot was going for as much as $5.5 million. That's slightly down from $5.6 million that Fox asked for last year. However, Adweek reported CBS is asking marketers to pay an additional $300,000 per spot to be included in the digital live stream. Now, if you still want a spot around Super Bowl 55, There is pre- and post-game ad inventory available for the game. Let's shift to ticket prices because I talked to someone yesterday who validated this story. The ticket brokers are seeing some of the highest prices for tickets they've ever seen this far out from a Super Bowl. Secondary tickets for Super Bowl 55 is seeing two records with the highest average sale price of tickets north of $9,400 as of Tuesday and the highest get-in price north of $8,000 as of Tuesday. Remember, limited tickets. So 22,000 people will be in Raymond James Stadium. 7,000 of those are the frontline healthcare workers who are guests of the league. So really only 15,000 tickets available for sale And those tickets are running very, very expensive. We'll keep our eye on whether those ticket prices go down at all as the game gets closer. But remember, there are fan cutouts 
at the Super Bowl at Raymond James Stadium still available. That Fans in the Stands program, the cutouts cost $100 with a portion of the proceeds going to Feeding Tampa Bay. To participate, fans can upload a photo of themselves on the NFL's website. The cutouts are first come, first serve. I heard they were going fast, but there were still some available as of yesterday. And finally, around the Super Bowl, Amanda Gorman, the 22-year-old poet who spoke at President Biden's inauguration, will recite an original poem before Super Bowl 55 as part of both the in-stadium pregame ceremony and the TV broadcast. So look for Amanda Gorman during Super Bowl 55. Let's shift to Major League Soccer. Big day today. There is a deadline self-imposed by the league for the Players Association to reach a collective bargaining agreement. According to ESPN, MLS issued a memo to its teams and league staff instructing them to prepare for a work stoppage. Now, that memo was sent by MLS Deputy Commissioner Mark Abbott, and it comes before the midnight deadline tonight to negotiate a revised CBA between the league and the union. Now, if there's any work stoppage, it would be the first work stoppage in MLS's history. So keep your eye over the next 24 to 48 hours with MLS. Let's shift to some news about people. Former Mets general manager Brody Van Wagenen has reemerged. He will be in the representation business at Rock Nation Sports as COO and head of strategy and business development. Remember, before he went to the Mets as general manager, Van Wagenen was a co-head of baseball at CAA Sports. Now he returns to the agency business at Rock Nation. Van Wagenen will report directly to Rock Nation founder Jay-Z and the sports president Juan Perez. The word I'm hearing is that Van Wagenen will oversee all of Rock Nation's sports representation business and work with the agency on additional business development. So after years of being in the team business, Brody Van Wagenen returning to the agency side. Remember, earlier in the week on the Buzzcast, we talked about the plans for Red Bull acquisition to do a deal with Fenway Sports Group fell through. Remember, Billy Bean was part of that deal. Because of that, reports out of Oakland is that Billy Bean says he will stay with the Oakland A's at least for the 2021 season. Remember, there was talk that Billy Bean was going to be part of this Red Bull acquisition group that was going to do the deal with Fenway Sports Group. But right now, it looks like Billy Bean staying with the Oakland A's. And tennis player Naomi Osaka is taking a financial stake in the National Women's Soccer League team, the North Carolina Courage. She becomes the first investor to join owner Steve Malik since he took over the team in 2017. Malik has big ambitions for that franchise. Remember, he also wanted to try to lure Major League Soccer to that area of North Carolina. But this move by Osaka, she said it's part of her goal to help women's sports throughout the United States. She said that Commissioner Lisa Baird introduced her to a few teams, and after a number of lengthy conversations, she really liked the North Carolina courage. She said that North Carolina emerged as the front runner for a number of reasons, including diversity among players and the team's success on the field. The team most recently won the NWSL championship in 2019. So Naomi Osaka getting into the team ownership ranks. She's had a very nice run. She's done a number of marketing deals off the court. Now she's getting involved in an equity ownership position with the sports team. Naomi Osaka certainly being very active on the business side of sports. 
So again, that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, January 28th. I'm Abe Madcore. Again, we'll watch about how the American Airlines Arena and the COVID-detecting dogs works out tonight at that game. We'll also keep an eye on negotiations between Major League Soccer and its Players Association over a new collective bargaining agreement. I hope everybody stays healthy, stays safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.